We've come here to lift up the name of Jesus. For he is worthy to be praised. He is God all by himself. How excellent is the Lord in all the earth. If you can turn with me to Hebrews, the first chapter. Going to look at how he is excellent. As we are in Advent season celebrating the appearance of our Lord. I'm trying to highlight some of the reasons why we are to celebrate our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. It seems like at times we have become uh, mundane and become so ritualistic uh, that we lose the joy of our salvation. I don't want that to be us. That we receive a letter saying, you done Many things well, but this one thing I have against you, you left your first love. Let us not lose the joy of our salvation. And one way for us to be reminded of the joy of our salvation is to look back and see how great our God is. Not was, but is. Because he's presently still working it out on our behalf. And we only use the past and just to look back from where he brought us from. <laughs> and realize that he's not done. <laughs> and that he's still working in our lives. If he's working in your life, just let your neighbor, he's working in my life. He is excellent. I'm going to read from the King James Version. It says, God who at sundry times in diverse manners spake in time past unto the fathers by the prophets, hath in these last days spoken unto us by his Son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the worlds who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his person and upholding all things by the word of his power. When he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of the majesty on high, being made so much better than the angels, as he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. We want to read verse 4 one more time in your hearing. Being made so much better than the angels. As he hath by inheritance obtained a more excellent name than they. 
If you can help me announce this to your neighbor, say, he is excellent. Get to your other neighbor, make sure they don't feel left out. Say, I'm talking to you too. He is excellent. All right, nobody be left out. We in this together. Excellent means extremely good or outstanding. Or it can be used as an exclamation to, to show a pleasure or approval. What makes our God so excellent? I, I want to point out at least a few things that show how excellent our God is. But when we look at the word of things of being excellent in this, in the word in the, in the Bible, it talks about something being excellent that is saying it was outstanding or it is different. It's, sometimes they say it's saying superior, far and above and beyond. So what I want us to really grab here, when we say how excellent he is, we basically let somebody know there's nobody like him. What I'm trying to say that he is definitely outstanding. What I'm trying to say that he's extraordinary, that there's, there's nothing normal about him. He is, he is supernatural. He's just not natural. He is above and beyond. So any great adjective you can use to describe it, just go ahead and tell your neighbor, I'm just trying to tell you he's excellent. <laughs> Because we want to see as we are celebrating the advent, the coming of our Lord and Savior through the virgin being born in a manger through the lineage of David. Let us not forget how excellent his birth was. See, we, we lose track sometimes because we celebrate Christmas that the first thing we do is think about the gifts we're going to get. And we forget the gift that we already have. The gift that we already have is salvation. And I'm glad that this gift keeps on giving. Uh, Paul said that I am convinced that the God has begun a good work. Will, be, keep, will, be, will finish it until the day of the returning of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I'm so glad that Jesus says, go all ye making disciples, teaching them. Baptizing them in the name of the Father and the Son. He says, and lo, I will be with you until the end of the age. Pointing out that while you're still working, I'm still working with you. Aren't you glad? So what I want you to grab here, that Jesus is still working this thing out. So, so let's not forget to let somebody know if they forgot. Or remind somebody just to help them to be encouraged that we are not hanging up a tree or a reef and presents because of the month on the calendar. No, 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 no. That, that, that's not why I celebrate Christmas because it came up on the calendar. I celebrate Christmas because in Christ I trust. On Christ the solid rock I stand. All other ground is sinking sand. You, you can go by the calendar, but I go by the sun. Not the risen sun, but the S-O-N, the, the only begotten sun that rose again from the grave. That's how I organize my day. But you see how the Hebrew writer is trying to remind them. That, that, that we serve a God that has been doing some awesome things from the beginning. He says, in times past, this excellent God of ours had an excellent message. And in this excellent message, he had excellent messengers. 
Some were the fathers. You know the fathers. You don't know. Let me help you out. Father Abraham had many sons, and many sons had Father Abraham. I am one of them, and so are you. So let's all praise the Lord right here. All right. So we have a Father Abraham. He is the, the, the paternal father of the religion. God chose him. And, the, he, and he said, your seed will be blessed through you. Through this seed, we go down the line. There comes up a boy that was taken out of a, the reeds in a basket. Some said he had a basket case. Uh, y'all might know him better name as Moses. And, and Moses grew up with Pharaoh, lost his mind, acted a fool. He killed somebody, ran for his life, was out in the wilderness, found God in a burning bush, a bush that was on fire with no smoke. It didn't burn up. And he had to take his sailor because he was on holy ground. And God told him, I would use you, Moses became the father of their religion. So he spoke through the fathers, then he went through the prophets. We have many great prophets that came. We, you open up your Bible, you see a name that you cannot pronounce. More than likely, that's a prophet. Telling what thus saith the Lord. God has done amazing things over thousands of years. Proclaiming his truth to hit the fathers through the prophets. And it's said here in different ways. During uh, Sunday school, definitely adult dealt with how God was ministering through different ways. He brought a message by play. <laughs> You brought a message through salvation. He let them know that he says, Moses, I will send you back to Pharaoh and I will do these things so that they will know that I am their God. You see, God does not do things to confuse us. He does things to make them clear. And the message was so excellent that, 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 that it was so terrifying that Moses found out, like, I can't do it by myself. But God's letting him know, I will be with you. But Moses still wasn't satisfied, so it would take your brother. You see, God's message is so good that he ensures that it will make it to his people. Come on, somebody. And so we know how excellent the message is. We should go out and tell somebody. The good news. It's, 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 it's time out that we just make sure we got time for Carolyn. We should make sure we got time for some evangelizing. You know how I used to hustle on the street. You make sure you got your game on out there. But for God, you wait for his convenience. Look outside, it's snow out there. I, I ain't going to make it out my house to go tell somebody about Jesus. There's snow one outside. It's cold out there too. But do you, not, do you not know that the liquor store is still open? And somebody's snowing outside, they sure enough going to go out to the liquor store. And so how dare we, serving the living Savior, going to get in our comfortable house and say, oh, it's not worth it to go out and put my clothes on. But if you needed us another ingredient to fix your meal, you sure enough will run out the house and make sure you got it so you can make that meal. But there's somebody dying outside in the streets and you just sitting back acting like you ain't got nothing to give them. But God has given us a great testimony. 
and a great mess that we need to go out and tell them, behold, a child is born on us today, and he is Christ the Lord who comes to take away the sins of the world. We need to proclaim this excellent message. But you see, God, see how limited we are, that we have our good days, we have our bad days, that we're not always able to give the message effective enough. So that's why God said he did it in diverse ways. Y'all, y'all remember a donkey talking to a man? Because he didn't know right, but the donkey knew right, so God allowed him to hear from the donkey before he lost his head. Because he was about to lose his head, y'all. The Bible says that the angel stood before him with the sword ready to strike. Ready to strike. But the donkey saved the man's life. God spoke through a donkey. God used a rock to provide water. God can use rain to flood the earth to let them know you're living unholy. And he can use an ark to save mankind. Oh, he used diverse ways to get his message across. But yet there was a way that he had to bring forth. And it was in his son. In these days now, he has spoken through his son. We've talked about last Sunday how he is truth, for he is the word of God. The word of God message is true, and look, it has the power to hold all things. Y'all see that? It upholds all things. That's how we know the word never loses power. Because if God says so, it is so. Until God decides not so. Because we understand, right? The sun's going to rain until God tells the sun's going to burn out. Y'all catch that? God said, let there be light. There's light. But when it's time for him to destroy the heaven and earth, there won't be any more light. Y'all grab this. Because we see in the new heaven and new earth, there's no need for light. Because the God on our throne will be our light. You see, we need to grab and understand that what God has set in place those eon years ago is still going all by his word. Tell somebody his word is true. And you see how it talks about the power of this word is the appointed heir, God's appointed heir. Heir is the one he chose. In other words, he's trying to make sure y'all understand that this is the chosen one. In other words, the Christ or the Messiah. They were waiting through this message for that Messiah to come, that anointed one. You look in Psalms, the second, second Psalm, these talk, they talk about the anointed one. They're looking for the one that God chooses to reign, and they would not come until Isaiah let them know through Ahaz that there's going to be a sign that a virgin will be with child, and they will call him Emmanuel. The word is God's appointed heir, the only begotten son whom he is well pleased and through him what God created the whole world y'all see that so we see he is excellent in his message he is excellent in creation the snow's down there on the ground but yet we can enjoy the snow you see we, we, we have to realize 
that, that, that these things are all for our benefit. And, and how excellent our God is that if he created the world and he spoke the word into existence and he's holding the world all together by his word, I believe he's doing the same thing with your life. He's spoken into your life. He, he, before you was even in your mother's womb, he, before you was even thought about, before you was a twinkle in somebody's eye, God had already had a plan out for your life. And the word that God spoke is beautiful. My, my, my mind and my time of prayer and meditation, God woke me up to this beautiful symphony. Check out how uh, many of y'all like me are, are not musically inclined. I used to know how to read music, but I forgot how cow eat grass, how to read the scale and the notes. I forgot all that. But I can still play Mary as a little lamb. But these notes that make music have different ranges. Some of the notes are high, some of them are low, and some of them in the middle. But when you put all the notes together, it makes beautiful music. I don't know what your song might be, but God knows your song. And therefore, he got to play that song out in your life. So he got to hit those high notes as well as he has to hit those low notes. And he got to get those middle notes. But put it all together, he's just putting a song together. And so if God spoke that into your life, he already ordained it for it to be so. All you got to do is sit back and just let him make some music. We let God just sing over us and to pre predestinate our places because he says the steps of the righteous are ordered. He says, uh, lean not to your own understanding, but in all your ways, what? Acknowledge him and he will what? Direct your, y'all catch it, you see, God has already spoken out how I want to take care of you. But will you just sit back and let him be God or by himself? He is excellent in his message. And then look at how excellent it is in his radiance. It says he is the exact replication. Woo! How the gospel writer John says, we beheld his glory. The letter of Peter says, and we saw of his glory. Oh, what a sight. That would have been. Matter of fact, remember when they was on the mountaintop? Some of them fell asleep. They woke up. Didn't know where they were. Said, it's good for us to be here. <laughs> but a change has happened that Christ transformed. Elisha came out and the prophets came out. And they let them know that it is time. And they saw this glorious presence. But they had to go down from the mountaintop. <laughs> Get back into the real world. And then he died on the cross. They were defeated again. They thought that they, they were down in the valley, thought things were over, but he appeared before them. They were in a locked, closed room, and he just appeared before them, and they saw him in his glory. Then some 40 days later, they was again on a mountaintop, and he exalts, he ascends into heaven. On a cloud. And they see him again in glory. 
And they were so amazed at what they were seeing that they were stupefied. They were just standing right there, just mouth open, just, just like, man, I, what's going on here? That like the angel had to wake him up and say, hey, he's going to come back. <laughs> the angel had to wake him up and say, hey, he's going to come back. Y'all need to go out and do what he told you to do. Because just as you saw him come up, he's going to come back. You see, they got to see his glory. Jesus told him, say, have you seen the Father? If you've seen me, you've seen the Father. And he's saying, I and the Father are one. So we see how excellent is our God. If, he, if Jesus and the Father are one, then that means he is creator. That he is our banner. That he is our peace. That he is our provider. And what mostly points out that he said he has the exact character or nature. Our God is holy. Jesus is holy. Why, why does that matter? Because he said he purified our sins. He sanctified us. He purged us of our sins and sins. And after he did that, he took a seat. But if he was not holy, he could not make us holy. If he was not holy, he could not say, be ye holy as I am Holy. If he was not holy, God would not even bother saying, be ye holy as your Father in heaven is holy. But since he is holy, he has put a charge upon us for us to be holy. Tell your neighbor, be holy. Tell your other neighbor, so make sure they don't get left out. Be holy. Because holiness is not an attitude or how hard you work, but holiness is have your mind set on the Lord. Because showing up, I know on my best days that I might not curse somebody out. I might not cut somebody off in front of me. I might have let somebody get in front of my line. I'm still not holy. But by his grace, I'm holy. And that's all by his word. Because his word says, he that believeth in me shall not perish but have everlasting life. That means if I, do, if I will not perish, that means he's made me Holy, he removed my sins and he put it on himself and he made me holy. That's why it goes on to say he took a seat. Because we sit down when things are done. And when he made purifications for our sins, he cast it. He made the message coming out from Abraham through the father's through the prophets, through diverse ways of, of, of pestilence and blessings and, and, and all things to preach his message to them. Through a sign of the Virgin Mary to the Son being born of the Holy Spirit who was holy and still is holy and who died for our sins on, the, on Calvary, on Golgotha's hill, put nails in his hand, nails in the feet and put them in a borrowed man's tomb. But the earth shook the Graves opened up. The rock rolled back. He got up early that Sunday morning. He talked to the disciples, talked to Mary, let them know that everything is going to be all right. And he goes on to tell them that you need to go out to all the nations and tell them this good news, the message that I have proclaimed and manifested to you. And then those 40 days later, after he made breakfast for Peter and let him know I forgive you, feed my sheep, he ascended to the right hand of the Father and now he just sits there. 
and, and Cass says, he's sitting there because he's not idle, but his work on earth is done. But his word is still going forth. You see, 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 if you need help, this is how God's word is. His word is like our remote. When we sit down, that means we don't want to get back up. We put the remote in our hands and we control what we watch and what we listen to. You, you change the channel, you turn it up. Well, his word is simply as it, that before he even sat, his word was already in action. To order the steps of the righteous. His word was already in action to heal those who are sick. Isaiah said he comes to make the blind to see, the lame to walk. He imparted his spirit. Come on, come on. Am I talking to somebody? He imparted his spirit on us before he ascended and said, now you go. That's his word. So we should be working on his behalf. And then look at this. He says he's higher than the angels. Trying to make sure the Gnostics and those out there that want to make the Jesus similar to an angel. No, 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 no. He was fully man and fully God. Yes, it goes on and he would say, what is God? He was mindful of us, man, to make us just a little bit below uh, the angels. And yes, while Jesus was in his earthly body, he humbled himself to be just a little bit below uh, the angels. But if I read it correctly, it says that he has inherited or God gave him a more excellent or a higher superior name. What I'm trying to point out that this name here is not a name as we have it. But this name denotes title or status. And so the name that went upon him is so him that he inherited. Or in other words, if you inherit something, it means it's rightfully yours. Let me help somebody. Let me say it one more time. Let me say y'all heard me. If you inherit something, it means it's rightfully yours. God just gave back to Jesus what he already had. And he let him know that your name is excellent. What's this excellent name? Well, in Isaiah it says he's wonderful counselor. <laughs> He is the Prince of Peace. Goes on to say we can find him. He's the bright and the morning star. He is the horn of salvation. He is the lily in the valley. Aren't you glad they call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Uh, he is the lion of the tribe of Judah, the root of of Jesse. He is a lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. But I've given you a couple of names uh, y'all still don't know gotten excited about. But this next name I'm about to give, uh, you ought to stand to your feet because the next time I give this name, you ought to show honor to this name. And what's the name? He is Lord Y'all not on your feet, uh, he is Lord. He is King of kings and Lords of lords. You stand up for the judge when your honor comes in, but the highest honor is in this place. Uh, he's in our life, and he is excellent. And he is Lord. And we will lay down our crown. 
before him and say, holy, holy is the Lord God almighty. Tell your neighbor, he is Lord. Oh, hallelujah. You may be seated. Y'all cast that. You rise for the judge. Who is he? So that's why when we think or when we are celebrating Christmas, we're not just celebrating just somebody that happened to be born in Bethlehem. We're celebrating Lord Jesus. And, and if you look, if you do worse, study, remember the Hebrews over to say that the Lord is God in the English translation. But what they're saying is Jehovah is Elohim. The Lord was a, Adonai, Jehovah was a personal name to describe the living God. There were some other gods, Baal and all of them, but they served the living God. Because Baal, they call Baal a Elohim too. But Jehovah is God. He is Lord of lords, kings of kings. That's why the psalmist says, he will be exalted above the earth. Oh, just be still and know that the Lord is God. He is excellent. He is excellent. He is excellent. Let's bow our heads. Father, we just worship you. We just magnify for you are excellent. You are awesome all by yourself, God. Lord, as we look over our lives, we see how small we are. But we see how great you are. Lord, brand new mercies greet us each morning. Your grace is sufficient. Your peace is everlasting. Your love is never failing. God, we thank you that you watch over us and you keep us. And Father, Lord, our, our heart desire is to dwell in your presence, to walk with you and to talk with you, God. That we don't park you, Lord, nowhere, but we walk with you everywhere. In our workplace, in our homes, in our social life, and wherever we go, God, that we don't forget to make sure we honor you and worship you. Because, God, you are Lord. You reign forever. You are sovereign all by yourself. You are the awesome creator. You are the wonderful counselor. You are the mighty God. You are so awesome, and we magnify you, and we glorify you, because you are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. You are worthy to be praised. Hallelujah, almighty God, you are worthy to be praised. Have your way with our hearts, O oh God. Teach us your ways, so that we will be forever obedient unto you, who is forever faithful to your own. In our Lord's name we pray, who is Lord God all by himself. Amen. Amen, amen, amen. May we stand as in the hand of discipleship.